Welcome to the Bacon Games Podcast, your source for the latest from the MLB and the NFL. Let's get started with your host, Jesse. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bacon Games Podcast. Uh, it's your host, Jesse, and I'm here with, I'm going to call you New Guest Adam. That is officially your new name. What's up, Adam? How you doing? New Guest Adam. Hey, man. I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself to my audience? What's up? Yeah, so I'm Adam. Um, we're from, I'm from uh, Sharp Money Consulting. Um, it's me and my buddy started it. It's, uh, we try and just do like a tailored slash customized um, outsourced fantasy advice for fantasy football and baseball, but also office pools. So like NFL pick em pools, college football pick em pools, just with the idea in mind that, you know, some people get into these pools and fantasy sports um, pools where they, you know, might not be the most informed or kind of feel like they're just kind of pissing away money every year. So <laughs> we come in and say like, hey, like we'll help you out and it'll be free of charge unless you win, then we'll do a a, a small 10% consulting fee, but besides that, free of charge, uh, free, free advice. So there you uh, go. That's yep. dope. Yeah. Just find us on Twitter and Instagram at sharpmoneyco, and then our website is sharpmoneyconsulting.com. Perfect, man. That sounds dope. Um, I lose money a lot, so uh, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see what we can do here. No, yeah. but I, so we're, we're here to talk Colts football. Yeah, you're a big Colts fan? Yep. Yeah. So I've been a Colts fan my whole life um ever since the Peyton Manning days so mm. dating back to I mean I, I was probably I probably didn't start following until like er, like er, early 2000s like call it like 2003 ish um mm. but yeah it's been a, a good I don't know 18 years or so true yeah uh I became a fan of like 2007 2006 so I'm right there with you in terms of coming to the AFC South so it's all yeah. good <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, all right, let's let's talk, let's recap a little bit, I think. Um, so looking back on the 2020 season, Colts had a pretty damn good year, 11-5. and five. I, yeah. Did they win the division? Or I know they were tied with the Titans, I forget. Well, they had were a wild card. They were the wild card, okay, the Titans yeah. won the division, okay. I show so much of a fan I am in the Jags. Um, but anyway, so so looking back, how do you think the, the, the season went? Uh, is it a good indication of what we're going for? What's up? I mean, yeah, anytime you can go to the playoffs... That's a good year. That's all you can ask for is just to, you know, get into the dance and then go from there. Um, but I thought the team made basically as close to their ceiling as they could have. Um, you know, they're a solid team all around, just like strong defense, strong special teams, decent offense. You know, Philip Rivers at the helm. You can only <laughs> can't really expect a Super Bowl per se. But um, I mean, they were what, like one or two plays away from squeaking out an upset over the Bills there mm-hmm. um, in the wild card round. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was about as good of a season as you could have hoped for outside of the uh, week one loss to the Jaguars, <laughs> which was not great. But. True. I almost beat him week 17, too. Uh, not really, but yeah. it was closer than most games for the Jags. So yeah. I'll say that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, do you think Rivers was holding you guys back in 2020? I mean, it's, you know, Philip Rivers, you can't really expect him to light it up and throw the ball 70 yards downfield especially at this point in his career um but i mean yeah he's he's a classic low ceiling high floor guy you can expect you know 200 yards two touchdowns maybe an interception but for the most part he's going to command the game Mm -hmm. not make too many mistakes um i mean 
but with that said, like I knew we weren't going to win a Super Bowl with Philip Rivers. <laughs> Just you know, there would be times. a first for him. That's true. There would, be a first. Yeah. <laughs> there, but there were times when he was, you know, he'd throw the ball twenty yards downfield, and you cringe like, "Oh my God, he is putting every ounce of his muscle into these throws." Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, with that said, though, like he he did what he was expected to do. We got to the playoffs and. In classic Philip Rivers fashion, losing round one, but I mean, it's out here with him, though. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Um, yeah, shoot, I didn't realize my second question was about Philip Rivers, but we can talk a little bit more um, yeah, about sure. the the quarterback situation from last year. Did did you think Rivers was the best guy available for the price to come in for the Colts and you know lead a team that you know was was already pretty good? Uh, I mean, uh, otherwise, yeah. I feel like yeah. So what do what do you think? No, yeah, I mean, I, I think he was probably best available at the time. I mean, in the draft, we weren't really going to get much. Like, they weren't going to realistically do anything with the high-end names like the Burrow or Tua or Herberts of the world. So, like, what are they going to do? Draft Jalen Hurts in the second round? But they were in kind of, like, the Colts have a pretty solid, like, win-now mold of a team. So bringing in a veteran like Rivers, I, I think, was definitely the best move. I mean, mm-hmm. we did draft Jacob Eason in the fourth round. Yeah, right. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he I, obviously they didn't see too much in him, especially in year one. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think he was probably uh, best bang for the buck out there for at least a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think that's pretty pretty good. Um, so yeah, you didn't want to see them take Hurts, that's fair. I feel like Eason was, at least on my board, he was probably, like, you know, the next tier down from, like, the second tier, which isn't too bad. I mean, they also yeah. have Brissette to back up, too, right? He got in a few few games, I think, right? That cannon yeah. arm. Yeah, he was the, uh, um, like, Hail Mary guy. He's been that mm-hmm. for a couple of years with, like, luck shoulder, uh, yeah. being hurt, and then, like, Rivers not being able to throw a ball 40 yards. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, even, like, the Rivers and Brissette comparison, like, they're just both very similar in the fact that the the upside isn't really there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. We'll we'll see. Do you do you expect Eason to contribute um, in in the future, or is he just a glorified backup now? Since we have, I mean, we'll talk about Wentz a little bit later, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say definitely not this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, who knows? Like there have been quarterbacks who have been drafted later in the re- in the draft and have done well, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, we haven't seen him at all outside of preseason, so we'll see. I mean, definitely not this year. We'll see what ends up happening with once and going mm-hmm. forward. But, I mean, yeah, just hope for the best. Yeah, totally fair. Totally fair. Um, let's see. All right, so we talked a little bit about the rookie class so far, but I really want to hammer in on this because the Colts have some pr- pretty good rookies on the team, uh, I would think. So what did you think of the 2020 class, or rookies from last year, I guess? I I love him. Um, I mean, I I'm not sure if this is a, a hot take or not, but I think the Colts have a top five coach plus GM combo in the NFL. I mean, since so uh, Frank Reich is the coach, obviously, and then mm-hmm. Chris Ballard is the GM. Mm-hmm. And since he came over from the Chiefs, and I think it was 2017. I, I'm, I'm not sure if his first draft was 2017 or 2018, though. But since then, like, he's just put together such a, a solid team and has done well through drafting and, like, kind of building organically. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they didn't have a first-round pick uh, this year, but they got Pittman and Jonathan Taylor in the second round, who both contributed a lot last year and are going to be every-game starters this year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they got Julian Blackman in the third round, who I thought was kind of a steal because he 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 slept a little bit because he I think he tore his ACL or, or he got mm-hmm. injured in, in his last yeah game right at, at, at Utah yeah so um I think he fell a little bit and they snagged him in the third round and he was great uh, playing safety I think he started most of the games like 14 out of the 16 games something like that mm-hmm. um so he was really solid I mean. Those were the first three picks who were all, I would consider, hits. After that, you know, they got, like, Isaiah Rogers in the sixth round, who's played a little bit at cornerback. But even if you call the other, you know, five picks misses, like, I think those first three guys being contributors in year one and going forward is a pretty good draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, so I'm curious to dig in a little bit deeper on the on the rookies. Um, so what do you think? Pittman's ceiling is in for for at least next year. Do you expect him to be like a wide receiver one? I mean, not a true wide receiver one. No, okay. I mean, I I do think he's good and has a lot of potential. Um, but in terms of the guy who you you know like a a true wide receiver one or like a top twelve guy in fantasy or something like that to consider, probably not. I, I do think you need to pair him up with someone else on the other side who is more of a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see him being a strong, you know, second guy. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, I'm thinking also, let's talk about Taylor a little bit. Or Taylor, the running back situation in general. Do you think that Taylor and Hines will still split a decent amount? Because I remember going into the season, at least for fantasy, I was down on Taylor because I thought Marlon Mack would be a pretty big uh, impact. And we saw in the first game, at least, they did split a decent amount before Mack got hurt. So yeah. I'm curious what you think going forward with the rookie. you think it's just the full-time role for Taylor and Hines is just done with them? No, I think Hines will be more of, like, the third down passing back. And then Taylor will be more of, like, the straight running back. Um, Hines is, like, more shifty. He's a pretty good receiver out of the backfield. Um, so I would still think that they're going to – and he, he showed a lot of promise, especially towards the end of last year. He was playing really well. Um, and so I, I think going forward they'll probably have more of that mindset where – you know, Taylor gets the early down carries and a lot more of, like, the groundwork. And then in the passing game, like, third downs, dump-offs, mm-hmm. that's where Hines is going to come into play. So you think it'll be similar to last year then? Because yeah. I feel like that's what it was, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I actually was surprised how good Hines played because I was pretty down on him, at least in the past one. He's, like, what, third-year pro? Second-year pro? He can't yeah. be that old, right? Yeah. No, uh, yeah, he was mm-hmm. drafted, I think, in 2018, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, th- I think that's accurate. That that sounds right. Um, but yeah, I I, I think that's good because I was impressed with Hines. I was really down on him, and Taylor was impressive too. He can also catch the ball, which is nice to see out of him, yeah. especially when you had a short arm quarterback like Rivers. So, <laughs> I know. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. But maybe maybe we'll see a little different approach in the future. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about the important thing. The thing we've been kind of skirting around a little bit. It's the Carson Wentz trade. What do we think of it? How do we feel as a Colts fan about it? I like it. I mean. So Rivers obviously retired. So starting at that point, we don't have a quarterback. So, I mean, realistically, they're not dropping the bag for Stafford. They're not getting Deshaun Watson. Like, they could, I guess, maybe trade for Sam Darnold or try and get something in the draft. But they picked 21st overall. So they could, what, trade up for Trey Lance? I mean, I think it's it's a, it, it was a really good value. Um so they gave up for Wentz a third-round pick this year, and then it's a second-round pick next year, but it's it's a conditional pick where if – I think the condition is Wentz has to 
if Wentz plays 75% of the snaps this year or if he plays like 70% plus they make the playoffs, mm -hmm. then that second-round pick next year becomes a first-round pick. Right, Which, yeah. I mean, it's that's not too much to give up. And the potential first-round pick is fine because at that point you know that he worked out. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a, a classic, like, risk-reward thought. Mm -hmm. I mean, his... His upside, we know, is 2017. He was yep. <laughs> borderline MVP until he got hurt. Right. Um, under his offensive coordinator was Frank Reich, I might add. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. And, you know, he obviously sucked last year. But, <laughs> I mean, sometimes... Yeah, he hasn't gotten back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. gotten back to that 2017 form since 2017. It just hasn't exactly. been there. It's been hurt, yeah. Exactly. But, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe he needs a change of scenery. Maybe he hated the... Philly fans and media down his throat. <laughs> I mean, well, it's... yeah, I think there are a lot of problems too, right? The offensive line will be a lot better going to the Colts, even with what Costanza retired, one of their offensive yeah. line retired in the offseason, yeah. right? Yeah, even with that happening, uh, I think Pittman is a better number one than anyone that they had on the roster last year. Um, even if Pittman has to be the number one, you know, they, they could bring in someone. I think they have like 44 million in cap space, and they that's, you know, excluding yeah, cuts, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, most. Yeah, it's it's pretty yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Ballard's done a really good job of uh, of like you mentioned before, GMing and having decent contracts on this team that aren't you know backbreaking. Uh, so I, I think that's pretty pretty good. We can probably see them bring in another wide receiver if Hilton is gone, which I think he probably will be. We can talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, first round pick in twenty twenty two is not the worst thing unless once gets hurt, it's probably going to be fulfilled. But the thing is, the, the contract is another issue, right? I think there's a two year yeah. out. Um, where there's no dead cap, I want to say. I'm not 100% certain about that, but I feel like 2022, after that season, he'll be, he can be cut with no cap uh, hit, which is pretty good. But do you think that, you know, the, you know, you talked about the draft capital giving up for the kind of, you know, potential player once could be, but do you think adding the contract on the books too is worth it? I mean, we know we spent, what, $20 million on Rivers last year, so. Yeah. I think that's so, about I mean, the same. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, with the Colts, he's basically a $25 million cap hit. Mm -hmm. Um. So, I mean, we got the space. Quarterback tends to be a pretty important position in the <laughs> NFL, as I'm sure you might know. True. Um, so I'd, I'd rather have that than have no quarterback for $0. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think the Eagles are taking like a $30 million they dead are cap it, hit or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah so. I think it's the most dead cap ever hit i think, I think it like, is yeah it's something like that i remember reading about that yeah I, that is fair they are footing the bill a, a bit for him so that that is a good point um yeah i think that's fair i think what's is probably about i i think he, if he was going to turn his uh career around it would be in a place like indy with frank reich with a better offensive line yeah, with a pretty good wide receiving group i think exactly. it's about there's yeah. way more of a structure there than they had in philly there's a better team around him mm -hmm. and you know it's it's a softer division yeah. <laughs> maybe i don't know actually is a softer vision probably worse uh, i was gonna say that but i'm not sure if you can be much worse i, I think the, the defenses NFC are worse i think than the nfc yeah. east the nfc east has washington that defense is unbelievably good yeah um, sure. yeah so i so maybe it'll maybe we'll go easy on him, but injuries do concern even though they're a little they're a little spaced out right i feel like one was uh something to do with like a shoulder and then one was like lower body so the injuries don't seem like a pattern from what i'm remembering so hopefully that's not an issue going forward um, yeah. but he's still young. Still, still got a, still got hopefully a lot left to give. I think he's 28 now, 27. Is that yeah, accurate? That sounds right. Oh God, I hope it is because I know they gave him a deal. Actually, I feel like I'm gonna have to check myself on this. He's 28. Okay, good. Yep. So I remember the, 
they gave him a deal, I think, before his contract started. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's move on to the next thing I've got. Because um, I Okay, so this isn't this offseason. It was last offseason, but I do want to talk about this. Uh, I'm curious how you felt about the Buckner trade, giving up a first-round pick to get Buckner and then sign him. It, feel, it felt weird at the time, personally, for me, because they had so much cap space to sign you know, anyone, and that defense, I felt like, needed work. Yeah, obviously, Buckner's a great player, and they got a pretty good deal for him considering what he gave them last year when I think he can give them the future. But I'm wondering if you think draft capital plus having to sign him was worth it when free agency, I think, had available players in a similar role, or, or at least good defensive players that they could have signed. Yeah, I had no problem with it. So, I mean, it was pretty similar to what the Bills did, where the Bills traded a first-round pick for Stephon Diggs. And I, I think they kind of had both GMs with the same mentality of, like COVID kind of flipped the draft process on its head. Um, so, you know, like the pre-draft process wasn't the, kind of the same because COVID was hitting like around that time. Right. Um, so I, I think they thought, all right, like Buckner is, I, I think last year he was an all pro, but the year before, the, I think two years before that he went to the pro bowl. So like they know mm-hmm. there's a, a proven commodity here. So why not give up a first round pick in a weird year Instead of taking a gamble on, on, on some guy that we might not be able to work out ourselves, we know we get a strong interior defensive lineman. I, I like the move. I mean, it's it, it's obviously worked out, and hindsight is kind of easier to look through. Um, but I thought it was a, a fine move, and it fits Ballard's kind of model of a team where he's building, like, trenches out, like, inside out. Yeah, um, I like that a lot. So I yeah, I mean, it, it's it's obviously worked out well because he, I think he was selected as an All Pro last year. Um, but again, with the COVID draft, it, I thought it was a fine move to give up the first round pick. Yeah, it's a good point. COVID, COVID does make it weird. It's going to be a weird draft this year too. So I guess giving up picks, yeah. may, maybe not the worst thing in the world. A lot of guys opted out that I feel like are going to go in the top four rounds. So yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely a little different. I, I wonder if people are considering that as much as they should be. Uh, but I think Buckner was worth it, too. I would probably agree that he was a great player. He was the best player on that defensive line. I don't know why the 49ers didn't sign him and tr- try and trade away Eric Armstead. But, you know, it is yeah. what it is. Uh, I don't think Armstead's a bad player. But that that line was ridiculous. And Buckner was the anchor. That's yep. good for the Colts to see him in Indy. But, uh, you know, I hate it. Um, so <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about who the Colts might move on from. Either some cuts or some guys who might not resign. Um, I'm just going to go through some names, and I'm curious to, to see if you think they're going to bring them back or not cut them. Does that sound good? Yeah, let's do it. All right, perfect. First one I got is T.Y. Hilton. He's going to be 31 years old. What do you think? The Colts bringing him back? So you alluded to you didn't think he was coming back, but mm. if you would have asked me this a few weeks ago, I would have agreed with you. But I've actually been seeing that now that they got Wentz, they're actually interested in bringing him back. Um, yeah, he's old. His production is going down. Um but I think that, like, management sees him as the veteran guy in the locker room. Um, I'm pretty sure he's the longest tenured Colt at this point. And, you know, sometimes, like, with a new quarterback and a bunch of young receivers, it's kind of nice to have that veteran staple. So I wouldn't be shocked if they bring him back. Um, I, I've been, you know, seeing some beat reporter buzz around kind of that sentiment. And so yeah. I'm thinking that he's coming back. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, it felt like a lot of what I was reading that he wouldn't come back, but that definitely does change with Wentz, I think, a little bit. Um, yeah. if not Actually, if not a great deal. Uh, 31 isn't too old either. I felt I did feel like he was kind of washed in the first half of the season, but I was impressed. When Rivers came on, he came on. I don't know what was the result of that, but towards the end of the year, I felt like they uh, had a really good rapport, and he, he played pretty good, so hopefully they see a lot more of that next year. 
yeah, uh, I, I, mean, I think it's possible we see that, yeah. I, I don't have high expectations for him, but to put him in the slot as, like, their third option and have that veteran presence, I think that combo would be... I mean, I'd be interested to see what he wants money-wise, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he came back. Okay, sounds good. What about Justin Houston? Do you think he'll be back with the team next year? I think he's gone. I think he's too, gone. Too much? Too much money? Yeah, I've also... That, plus I've also been reading some some buzz that he wants to go back to Kansas City. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny. He left. He came to the yep. Colts, and they won the, the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, so it would be ironic for him to go back. But, yeah, I mean, he's getting up there, too, a little bit in age. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I think he's gone. Yeah, I think they'll need to address edge rusher, uh, rusher still, and I don't think it'll be with Houston. I think they'll look for someone in the draft, uh, yep. probably. That, that's my idea, Great. yeah. Um, what about Xavier Rhodes? He played pretty well on this team last year, right? He, Yeah, he was a, a big comeback uh, player from the year before. But, I mean, he's a 31-year-old aging cornerback where, I mean, you, it's a it's a young man's foot speed game. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know if they're going to re-sign him. I kind of hope not. Mm. Um but we'll see. I mean, if you put a gun to my head, I'm saying he's gone, but we'll see. Are you comfortable with the corner de- cornerback depth behind him? I, I like Kenny eh. Moore a decent amount, but yeah, I understand. Him. Rocky Sin, they got in the draft a couple years yeah, ago. I'm a little out on him, but sure. Yeah, so. I mean, they, they don't have a lockdown true like, cornerback who's going to match up against like someone else's number one guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't think that Xavier Rhodes is the answer. I mean, yeah, he played really well last year. But right. go, like going forward, I, I I don't think he's that answer. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, next one I've got is Marlon Mack. He's not really much of a cap hit, but do they need him anymore? I know it. It kind of sucks for him that he got hurt in Week One, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he was probably really going to be their their number their leading rusher in terms of carries at least. Mm-hmm. But I mean, kind of like I said before, if if they use Taylor on the ground, Hines third down out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. With Mac being a free agent now, like I, I kind of kind of would be surprised if Ballard pays up for a running back like that, considering gotcha. he has two and just drafted one. Um, so I would, I I would probably guess he's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to be the case. Uh, it just seems to be the case. Unfortunately, I don't yeah. know if they'll find a suitor for him for a draft pick, but I think it's it's likely they don't need him anymore. So yeah. maybe we'll see some movement, but yeah. Um, what about Autry? I, I was a big fan of him last year. I, I saw him in a lot of plays. He was playing really well in defensive line. But he's a little bit up there, too. He's like 31, 30-ish. Yeah. So I'm curious if they bring him back. I, I don't know. I, I don't really care, to be honest. I think he's <laughs> kind of just like a meh. Like, uh, I mean, like if we, I feel like we need better than him on the edge, especially in today's. Like, he, he, he played well. I mean, he on PFF, he rated out as, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just don't think he's going to be what you really need as an edge rusher in today's game to get to the quarterback as much as we need. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That's not bad. Um, what about Malik Hooker? He's the last one I got on here. Is he coming back? Malik, my guy. I, <laughs> I, I bought his jersey as soon as I drafted him because I yeah. thought, I, because I thought Hooker was the funniest name on the back of a jersey. <laughs> he, I mean, True. he's, he's been disappointing. He's. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's missed more games than he's played. Um, yeah. He's had two, like, bad season-ending injuries. So, 
I mean, at some point, you kind of got to label him uh, walking injury risk. Um, I mean, but the problem is he's been he's been good when he's played. Oh yeah, he definitely has been. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I I've been reading that he, I, I've I, I've seen buzz around him signing elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, Julian Black like that. We have a couple solid safeties, Blackman mm-hmm. and Willis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would probably guess that he might be gone as well, um, which you know is sad to see for my jersey's sake. But <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I, I think you're, I think the emergence of like Blackman and, and the other safety that you mentioned seem to be playing fine. Um, I, I I feel like that was probably the case to move on from him. There's no point in locking him up for a decent amount of money when he's going to be an injury risk, and you already have guys you can fill in otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of feels like it. All right, cool. So we talked about guys who are going to be let go, but let's talk about guys since you said they have the sixth most cap room. Let's talk about guys they can bring in. Who do you th- who do you think they're looking to target, and who do you want them to bring in? Two yeah, so there. It's it's so that there's a few glaring needs. Left tackle, as you said mm-hmm. earlier, Costanzo right. retired. So bringing in Wentz, Lord knows he needs protection. Um, so <laughs> got to have someone on the left side. And then edge rusher too, mm-hmm. and then I think wide receiver might be a big area that they hit in free. Yeah, the wide so, receiver group could either be like a, a whole bunch of really good wide receivers out there, or they all get tagged, and there isn't as much as people think. But yeah, wide receiver. Yeah, seems to be. I'm, I'm yeah. not getting my hopes up for any like super big names, but mm-hmm. I think a realistic target could be Marvin Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, debatable if he's a true wide receiver one, but. I mean, if you had, you know, Marvin Jones, Michael Pittman, and your T.Y. Hilton or Paris Campbell, I think that's a pretty solid receiving core. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, and then I, I, I've, like, edge rush is a big need as well. Um, I mean, I'd love to get, like, a Bud Dupree or Yannick Ngakwe. Um, yeah. One of those two guys would be awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I feel like that's accurate. Pretty much everything you said. Wait, what about for tackle? William Trent Williams is out there, right? Do you think they'll bring in someone like him, an older yeah, guy? Yeah, I, I kind of feel like they're, that they're going to address tackle through the draft instead. Mm-hmm. Just kind of a gut. I don't, I don't know why. It's kind of a gut feeling. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I it's it's probably their number one need mm-hmm. at the moment because Costanza left kind of a big hole there, but. Just kind of a gut feeling that they're going to probably do that to the draft instead. Gotcha, gotcha. What do you, what do you think about Sherman? Because we talked about them needing a cornerback, and Sherman seems to be hitting the market. He's a, he's an old guy. He can bring a lot of better leadership. I, I hate I hate bringing on old big name <laughs> quarterbacks. Like I, I don't know. Like everywhere I look, it's like they. I mean, I like I think of like Josh Norman. Like the, the guys mm-hmm. just fall off so quickly. It seems like so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I depending on what I. I would probably not like it, but I don't know. Norman will be a free agent, too. Maybe they'll bring in him. <laughs> <laughs> For him to get stiff arm to the ground by Derek. Yeah, yeah he loves it. Um, yeah, okay. Th- that seemed to be fair. For wide receivers, yeah, there's going to be a lot. I'd love to see someone like Juju on the Colts for fantasy. I know. Ones, I, would, I would love it, but I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> I-, I think he might be coming a little bit cheaper than people people think, but... Yeah, uh, that's definitely something we'll have, we'll have to keep an eye. If, if he even leaves Pittsburgh, which I think is probably a foregone conclusion, they have guys who can replace him. They don't need to pay him any money, so it seems to be fair. But yeah, so we talked about the draft and guys um, who you know could fill a role, left tackle possibly, maybe wide receiver. Um, who do you think they will draft, and then who do you want them to take? 
Yeah, it's funny. They're, so they're drafting 21st, and if you look at four mock drafts, you'll see them taking four different guys. I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen a lot of different guys, actually. Yeah, it's surprising. all over the place. But mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I said, they need, like, a left tackle and edge, probably are the two biggest needs, and they need wide receiver, um, maybe tight end, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've, I've seen there's a guy, so the Oklahoma tackle, Jenkins, Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a tackle out of uh, Michigan who I've seen them taking, too, that looks pretty solid. I'm mm-hmm. blanking on his name, though. God, um, I should know it, too. But I don't either. Um, yeah, I mean, one yeah. of those two guys, left tackle, uh, uh, Jalen Mayfield is the guy. Oh, okay. Gotcha. From Michigan. Um, gotcha. I've, I've also seen who I, I think would be good as an edge rusher out of Georgia. He's got a funny last name, forgetting it as well. Um, I haven't gotten to well, rushers yet. Oh, yeah. Who, who, yeah okay, it's, I gotcha. It's, gotcha. it's Aziz Ojolari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's who I've like kind of looked into and looked to be pretty solid. Um, but like I said, I, I think whatever they don't address through free agency, they're going to probably attack in the, in the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like there's a good amount of wide receivers that are going to go in the first, some later in the first. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll, maybe I mean, we'll hit a Justin Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, I, I I have seen them going after the guy out of uh, Purdue more. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Fast little guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that could be interesting. I mean, they wanted to awesome. do that with once, right? And and they wanted Deshaun Jackson type. They got Rager. They wanted that for him there. So yeah, that, that could be interesting to see. Um, yeah, I I, I wonder. If they could maybe take a safety. I saw them taking Mooring, Mooring, the guy out of TCU. Seems to yep. be the only safety that's going in the first round. He'd be an yeah. interesting one for them to replace um, uh, Hooker. Hooker. Okay. <laughs> Which is fun to yeah. say. <laughs> I'm saying it a bunch. Uh, but anyway, yeah, okay. Uh, what about linebacker? I saw it in a few different mocks. I saw Collins. He's probably like a late first round pick. I'm curious, do you think they'll go linebacker? I mean, we love Leonard. He's really good. But outside of yeah. that. He, yeah, Leonard is awesome. Um but, yeah, outside of that, they're – I mean, they drafted Okariki a couple years ago. He's not really been that good. Um, they have – like, yeah, both their outside linebackers are really not great. Um, so I wouldn't hate that draft uh, pick yeah. by any means. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I do think that the biggest hole is definitely left tackle. So, gotcha. I mean, we'll see. If they pick up, like, a Trent Williams or a left tackle and – free agency mm-hmm. then i'd be completely fine with them going outside linebacker edge rusher wide receiver or safety okay D- decent amount of holes that's fair but but i mean this team is still kept most of their 11 and 5 core i would say yeah. most of it at least so that, that's that's at least something to look forward to for sure all right so we've reached almost the end of this what are your reasonable expectations for the colts next year i want i want some hard give me some hard numbers for predictions what do you got their record what do you think it's gonna be i know we got a lot to go but what do you think? Uh, yeah, I know it's. I'll, <laughs> I'll probably go, I'll, I'll say ten and six. Okay. Ten and, ten and six. That's a playoff team, right? Yeah, like hopefully a wild card team. Um, maybe win the AFC South if the Titans fall off, but mm-hmm. I think the Titans are probably a little bit better than them. Um, they're so schedule wise. I mean, in the division, the Texans are a dumpster fire. Um, I'm sure that I mean the Jags are going to be better this year, yeah. but I unfortunately don't see them as much of a threat still. No, it's uh, fair. They don't have a good defense at all, so yeah, it's fine. they're very young on defense, very all over the place. So not not yet. 
And then I think their schedule this year is they get the NFC West and the AFC mm-hmm. East. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I mean, the, the NFC East. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the NFC West kind of sucks because yeah. that's like good team. That's, you know, probably four solid teams. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the AFC East, not as strong. Um, and well, then, we'll see. We'll see, though, honestly. I, I yeah. think the Jets probably won't be good again. We'll probably have a quarterback. Probably worse situation than the Jags. But I don't know. Patriots are getting back a lot of guys. We'll see what they do in the offseason. They got a good amount of cap space. And I really love Miami. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I feel like the schedule might be tough then. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But, I mean, the team is still solid. I mean, it's it's really going to come down a lot to Wentz. I mean, if, mm. if, if, if he can reach a little bit of, you know, not like it, like I'm not expecting 2017 wins, but if he can, you know, be like a top 12 quarterback, like, like that number 12 to like 15 quarterback range. Um, I think that 10 and six is a very reasonable outcome and they got the team around them. They're well coached. Um, I expect the GM to do good things with free agency in the draft. So, I mean, I'm, I'm shooting for 10 and six. I, th- I think they're a pretty safe bet to make the playoffs, but I wonder what their floor is. Like, is it five wins or is their floor like seven wins? Or could it be the lower with Wentz? Yeah, I don't know. If Wentz just absolutely shits the bed, like that, I mean, the floor could be yeah, six wins, five do you, wins. Do you think? Do you think they want to bring back or bring not even bring back percent for bringing another quarterback possibly with Wentz's injury history? Do you think they could go for someone like I don't know if James is under contract still, but. Uh, maybe even a guy like Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, we'll see what they think of Easton's progression, if they think he'd be ready to be thrown in in a emergency situation. Right. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, we'll, yeah, Fitzpatrick could be interesting mm-hmm. um, to bring in. But I, I think with Wentz, they, they should, you know, show him the confidence that they believe in him. If they were to immediately bring in another guy, that might mm-hmm. kind of – Piss him off a little bit. I don't know, but. <laughs> yeah, it could be interesting. He did have that last year, I guess. That's fair. I yeah. mean, as long as they don't draft a quarterback in the second round, should be okay. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, sure. And I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I don't have anything else. So is there anything else you want to talk about? What do you I mean, what are your expectations for the Jaguars? Oh, oh, I can talk about the Jags too. I think for the Colts, I can go with the Colts and the Jags too. I think the Colts will probably be a playoff team. Like I said, I think nine and seven is probably where I'm at so far, but God, you're right. It's so early to tell. And I love the GM. I like the coach. I love Frank Reich. I was uh, initially happy when McDaniels didn't come over, but uh yeah, <laughs> obviously that, that was that was wrong. That's <laughs> so, Yeah, true. I, uh, he's gotta only hope for that Patriots job. But for the Jags, I think they'll probably get to like five wins or six wins next year. I, I they were in a lot of games, surprisingly, uh, with the young team that they have. I love Robinson. I think they'll add another wide receiver because they've got the most cap space in the NFL. They have a pretty good offensive line, although they'll probably I think they're in the, the market for a tackle as well. I don't think they'll be you know shelling out money for Trent Williams. Or I hope not. Or, or any of the bigger names like that. I think they'll address it in the draft probably a second round or even with their second first overall first round pick. Uh, they could do that, but I think wide receiver they'll bring in. I, I hope, I really hope Urban Meyer runs a three-four because I still think we have a really, really good setup for three-four. I think Chase on will be a lot more unlocked if he's a three-four rusher, and I love Josh Allen in that role because obviously, I mean, they were both you know three-four linebackers in college, uh, and I love Hamilton in the center. I think they could even keep Taven Bryan on a pretty reasonable deal, and he would be a really good three-four uh, end. So I, I think there's you know a lot of room for improvement. 
uh, there. So I'm just excited to see the Jaguars actually have the number one overall pick and actually get a quarterback who isn't Blake Bortles or Blaine Gabbert. I know. Uh, with those kind of problems. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence for the next, I don't know, 10 years plus. Who, who would you, would you rather have Lawrence or Joe Burrow if they were both coming out at the same time? Ooh, that's tough. I think I'm on Burrow, honestly. Yeah, I know. Like, because Lawrence was so good so early on in college and Burrow, it took him to, until his senior year, basically. But mm-hmm. I, I think I would probably go Burrow. That's fair. Do you, so do you, th- do you think, um, do you think the comparisons for Lawrence to the next uh, Andrew Luck is that is that unwarranted? Do you think I, I mean, they always say that? They say that last year about Burrow, and they say that again about him. It's crazy. Yeah, but you but, know about I mean, the most, right? Lawrence has been a, a stud for all of his years in college. He's been a stud. Um, granted, they've beaten up on a lot of bad teams, but he's also showed up in big games and played well. I mean, he's had a, a couple bad games in the in the college football playoff, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, overall, he's shown up. He he looks good. He looks sharp. I mean, he looks like a pretty solid, sure thing at number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, yeah, it's been if you think about the the, the sure thing number one pick quarterbacks <laughs> recently. There, you know, like Burrow last year, and then who was it before that? Really, Baker, like, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, he's. I mean, but just thinking like first round quarterbacks or first overall quarterbacks, yeah. right? Uh, I feel like I'm hoping they work out, but. Yeah, it's it's a, it's definitely a dice roll. I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about the Urban Meyer hire? Were you were you uh, so, skip for the Jacks? I was like torn at first because when I think of Urban Meyer, I think of like a guy who goes in the locker room at Ohio State or Florida mm-hmm. and is a big rah rah guy and says like, even though Ohio State is twenty one point favorites over Michigan, he convinces them that that they're being like slighted and that he he gets them fired up to go out and beat the doors off Michigan, mm-hmm. which generally doesn't work in the NFL when, you know, guys are pros and getting paid and the rah-rah mm-hmm. stuff doesn't work as much. Um, but I, I, I kind of came around on it. I mean, he's he is a good coach. He has mm-hmm. just proven successes over the years at two different schools now. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's obviously Marone wasn't working out. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, I, I think I think you kind of hit the nail on the head for at least that's how I kind of felt. Uh, at least I didn't like it initially. I'm warming up to it a little bit more. I like the staff he surrounded himself with. I think uh, I really, I really the biggest thing for me is that he wanted two different schools. That is pretty huge for me. I know they're two big schools, like Ohio State and Florida, right? That's like you know it's kind of hard yeah. for those guys to be you know out of it. But still, I like that a lot. Two different programs, like I said, I, I think there's positive room there. But man, this is this is going one way or the other. So we'll we'll see. It's either a Chip Kelly situation I mean, what, or it's a Pete Carroll situation. Yeah, true. But I mean, what's I mean, they won what one two games last year, right? One game, yep. <laughs> true. Yeah, I mean, so like, can it get worse? Yes, uh, it could get worse. Technically, it could it always get worse. <laughs> but why not, man? Go for yeah, it. I I feel that the problem with the only there's another problem too that I think is that the Jaguars hold on to coaches and GMs for a little bit too long, and if Myers going south too fast and the Jaguars don't do an issue address, it could set us back. Years and years, like Chip Kelly did to the Eagles, I think. So, it, yeah. it's possible. With Khan is the owner is a little a little weird with that stuff, but uh, is, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. For the still there? No, God, no. Oh my God, there's no way. Coughlin yeah. was. I, I love when he was hired. You know, he had success in the first year, and then he started to find people all the time, and then we lost all our good players. So he should never come back ever. That guy should be out <laughs> the ball for forever. Yeah. Fuck that. If you're not 
15 minutes late, you're getting a thousand dollars. There was, yeah, yeah, there was a, uh, there was like an NF, the NFLPA, the well, whatever player association, right? The union, they like yep. filed a grievance against the Jaguars or because so many are, they like said something to all the players and like put out a memo that don't sign with the Jaguars because they've been ridiculous. Cause I think like 30 or like 20% of grievances were coming out of the Jaguars and Coughlin was there. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, so you can't do that. It's probably bad to your employees that way. Um, but since we're on the topic, school, yeah, it's too, he's too old school. He, he is. People hated him on the Giants, too. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I think there's a long history of that. But if, if, if we've got a little bit, I think we had a little bit of time if you got. I want to ask some, uh, some, more, some more. If we're on the AFC South, we might as well talk about the J.J. Watt thing. What, do you think he, uh, think he uh, was signed for an appropriate amount? I mean, we've seen him tear up our squads for a long time. Yeah, uh, he's, older, I mean, he's, he's one of those, I mean, yeah, he's getting old, but he's one of those guys that when you're playing against, like, you just kind of have to watch him at all times because he can just blow up plays, blow up a game. Um, I mean, it's it, it's interesting. I feel like the Cardinals kind of came out of nowhere with him. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, they, they're going to have a solid front there in Arizona. I'm, I'm glad to see him out. I'm mm-hmm. glad to see Houston kind of crumble a little bit. I'm interested <laughs> to see if they actually trade Deshaun or what. But yeah, I was gonna ask that next. Do you, do you think he'll get traded, and what what do you think it would be for? I mean, I feel like if it's, <laughs> it's a hard to market judge. value. It's gotta yeah. be a bag. It's gotta be you know a couple so first round like, picks and is that four first round picks or three first round picks. It's gotta be at least three, right? I I think so. I, I think so. But yeah, it's funny <sighs> because it's. It's, it's it goes on in the NBA all the time now, and I feel like yeah. it might well, start. With- well, I mean, yeah, we we I mean, we've seen it with Wentz. Uh, you know, not as big of a blockbuster. But we saw Wentz, we saw Matt Stafford, and uh, and Goff both trade teams. Like it's it's possible we could see maybe like a Tua Dolphins situation, which would be scary because the Dolphins would be so good for forever. But I, uh, I, I could see something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like in football though, it's like this kind of trade demanding might be limited to the quarterback position because they're the one that actually kind of like actually matters the most yeah Um, but (laughs) yeah i mean it's it might be like a battle of will like is deshaun actually going to hold out is he actually not going to play is he willing to throw away a year and are the texans willing to cave in i think i mean it sounds like they got kind of a a dumpster fire of a front office (laughs) guys who maybe aren't the smartest and a little hard-headed so we'll see you know, before before the Le'Veon Bell holdout, like what was that, like two, three years ago, I would have said there's no way any of these guys hold out ever. Just take the money and go. But I think yeah. it's very well. I think we are going to see a holdout from Watson. I don't think he's going to get moved unless he actually shows up and does something. And I think he will when push comes to shove. Uh, there's no reason for him to go out there and get hurt like he has or getting beat up like he has when he's already yeah. got a decent amount of money. And he's just he's so young and he's so good. He'll find it somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I mean, he has like, you know, that quote of jj watt being like i'm sorry man like i'm sorry that we wasted your but i mean it <laughs> true. is true he is he has an amazing talent he's just been rotting away behind four schoolgirls trying to block for his an offensive line but yeah at least they got at least they got tunsil but that's still i mean god yeah. i don't know they should fire sell him <laughs> but yeah uh, it seems so weird for weird. the nfl changes real quick but i think we covered enough of the ac south um why don't you why don't you plug your stuff again Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, you can find us on our website, sharpmoneyconsulting.com, and then Twitter and Instagram at sharpmoneyco. I'm getting really big into fantasy baseball season right now. I've just been Ooh. dialed in on those uh, 
pre-draft rankings now. And then, you know, we got March Madness coming up too. So if you need help with uh, brackets, any other kind of March Madness pools, hit us up. God, it feels so weird that, because I remember March Madness was like the first sporting event. I feel like that, I felt like this pandemic stuff was real when it got canceled. And it's really back there and we're still here. They were like, they started playing games with like no fans and they like started like a Big East conference game and pulled everyone off the court. Yep. And then they canceled the tournaments and I was like, oh man, like what's going on? That was scary. You know, that was scary. (laughs) I thought at least. Yeah. Yeah. It was a a Utah Jazz game and then the March Madness. With that Rudy Gobert thing, right? Was he was he was he on that team or whatever? I just remember yeah, his. It was, his, it was like, Gobert, thing. like he was like yeah. kissing all the microphones. Yeah. Oh, so bad. I'll never yeah. forget that. But yeah, I mean, thanks for coming on, man. I, I appreciate the conversation. It's good to have a reasonable conversation with a Colts fan. So that's nice to say. <laughs> yeah, it's glad we can be civil about this. But yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, of course, man. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to the Bacon Games podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BGF Sports and be sure to tune in next time.